Welcome to the Truckers Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fing. All right, all right, man. Um, well, uh, this podcast has been started one day after Father's Day. Um, initially, we were going to do the podcast on Sunday, but due to us enjoying the festivities, being around our fathers and family, that didn't end up happening. So you were hearing this on a Monday rather than from Sunday. Um, happy Father's Day to all those that, um, you know, obviously have kids that are actually playing the fatherly role. And for those that are not, I don't have anything to say about you. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope your kids are okay, um, especially your daughters, because the fathers that are not in your daughter's life, they will be in the club getting champagne poured all over their face. And dollars thrown at And them. dollars thrown at their asses. <laughs> Being a father is very important. Be there for your children. Mm. Moving right along. Uh, the first thing we'll be mentioning is male privilege. Is it real? Does it exist? Yes, it does. As a man, I will tell you firsthand it, that it does exist. And we live in a world of male privilege. Mm-hmm. You know, um, for centuries, you know, men have controlled women. They've controlled the narrative of, you know, um, you know, women, women, uh, they couldn't vote. And, mm-hmm. you know, a woman's job was to be in the kitchen and yeah. all this shit for all these years. Like male privilege is just an example. Male privilege is being able to go to Hooters and eat chicken strips while you look at titties and ass. That is that is like the epitome of male privilege. Women don't have the convenience of going to a coffee shop and looking at dicks like, hey, Brad, nice cock. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I get some cock with that coffee. (laughs) Uh, What is the sizes at uh, at Starbucks? Let me get a venti cock. Let me get a fucking large venti. So it's like women don't have that same convenience, you know, um, Although there is female privilege in certain areas, but it's not like it's not it's it fails in comparison to what men yeah. can do. Yeah. How you, how we can objectify women and be like, I'm a man, man, I'm a man, like like that's a legitimate excuse. Yeah, you know, um, I was at uh, Hooters not too long ago. It's not really my favorite place because I don't like mixing, you know, sports and you know. A food and then titties. Like, I don't want to look at breasts while I'm watching the game. Looking at ass while I watch the game. Because, yeah. yes, do I objectify women? Of course I do. You know, I'll be like, damn, she got ass. Or, oh, my God, look at that body. You know, but at the same time, I just don't believe in um, just looking, using women as objects. I feel like that's too much. Yeah. Personally, it's just, it's just, it's just too much. Mm-hmm. And that is just a small fragment of the amount of privilege we have. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, male privilege, like, literally shaped the world. You know what yes. I mean? Like, everything, you know, like we talked about, even, like, like from a historical standpoint. Yeah. Like, you got... There's probably many, many women out there that were scientists and probably made, like, some of the greatest inventions in the world, but just because they were females, you know, they didn't get the, the recognition that they deserved or... I'm, there was I'm, I know of like you know certain authors that you know use pen names because they didn't want to be um, known as like um, women writers and stuff like that and they may have like 
died and we never knew that they were actually like females using a pen name and Man. so it's just so it's so much stuff that you know it it, it kind of sucks that <clears throat> in certain aspects women have to you know change who they are even like the like from the most simplest like Disney movie like Mulan you yeah know what I mean? like she has to be in the in order to you know go fight for her her uh, tribe or country or whatever she yeah. has to be a man you know turn into a male just to you know yeah. what I mean and we've appropriated that like that's okay that's really not okay yeah it's yeah. not yeah. It, 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 go ahead brother you sent him no that was, that was pretty much it I oh. mean the only and then, you know the only opposite thing we have is Joanna man Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. That's trash. Jawana Man, Man in the movie White Girls. White Chicks. White Chicks. Yeah. Yeah, man, that ain't cool, man. You, yeah. you know, But you know what, man? Um, and you know what's crazy is, it, is like you start to really recognize it. And another thing, too, is we had so much mind control over women for so long that whenever you see like a chick with her tits and her ass out, they'll be like, I can dress sexy and you know, y'all don't want to be judged and all of this. And I'm like, you know, that's fine. But your definition, their definition of sexy is not your definition. We told you what is sexy and you believed it. Yeah. See, when a woman got her tits and ass out, who is she trying to impress? Us. Mm -hmm. Okay. When you go to Instagram and all these chicks twerking and they booty out and they titties out, they're not doing it because they want to be free. It's because men have had mind control over women for so long mm -hmm. that they bought into the idea of what sexy is. When you have your cleavage out and you go to the club, you're not doing that because you want to feel free and I could do what I want. No, you're doing it because we told you you could. Think about it. Why can't being in, why can't being educated be sexy? Why can't being a great leader and and parent and uh and, and why can't being smart be sexy? Yeah. You know, why can't, you know, being funny be sexy, having a good, uh, 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 being articulate? Why can't any of these things be considered sexy? We don't look, we, we always disconnect. Like, everything we consider sexy is sexual, which is very inaccurate. Mm -hmm. You know, and we've, <laughs> we've labeled, like, we've literally labeled women over time and they've bought into it, which I consider sad. You know, I you know what I when I think of sexy from a woman, I look at other things too. Of course, I'm looking at breasts and I'm looking at booty. Okay. Yeah. I'm you know a, as a man, I'm sexually attracted to a woman's body, but I don't ever forget that a woman's uh, uh what a sense of humor is very sexy with nice hair, with nice teeth, with mm -hmm. uh, obviously good hygiene. Well, that's a, that should come automatically. Mm -hmm. But um, <laughs> all those things are also sexy. Mm -hmm. It's just the fact that. You know, men have had so much control that they'll be like, it'll be like a mob boss, you know, and they're they're in a room with a bunch of guys and they got a women serving them, but the women have thongs on. You got boxers and fights, but the ring girls are half naked. Dang. That is male privilege. And I just want y'all, any women listening to this, I want you to know right now. Whenever you get on Instagram or you get on any form of social media and your tits is out and your ass is out, we do not take you seriously. We do not take you seriously because that's just, and the thing about it is you can do what you want. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. But due to the fact that men have controlled so much of how women think and how they act that 
whenever I see a woman do contrary to that, whenever she's not taking all her clothes off, whenever she doesn't just listen to everything I say, I'm more attracted to that woman. I'm yeah. more attracted to a woman that is an individual. That if I say something, she like, nah, dude, you got me fucked up. Because there's so many men that like women that are like, okay, daddy, all right, I'm sorry. I can't believe I did that. Like, the men, men in society have always catered to women that will just lay down and do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you just got to realize that, like, whenever whenever you're playing into a man's hands, that's, that's, that's not cool either. Yeah. Because I just, I see it too often, man. Yeah. So in kind of like a a little bit different aspect. I know me sometimes when like I have to kind of check how I view yep. um, women in a sense because I remember I was out one day and I seen a girl. Um, she just and she didn't she didn't look like she was a businesswoman or anything. She just had like shorts and a tank top on, and uh, she had a, like a E class Mercedes, and I seen her, and, and the first thing that came to my mind is uh she's like. Her husband probably works mm-hmm. in the oil fields. Or, yeah. You know, I know her husband got a good job or yep. a boy, her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not really right. Because, nope. you know, that may have well been, you know, her car. So mm-hmm. that's just something, you know, personally we have to look at and, you know, see that there's there's a strong possibility that, you know, she's working for herself and she's, you know, she's making good money on her own. That's a great point. Because yeah. I've done that millions of times where I see... A woman, and it's because it's been embedded in my mind indirectly mm-hmm. that women are, you know, inferior to us. When you know there there are women that that actually want, there are women that actually want and do accomplish a lot of things. Yeah. You know, when you see them in something really nice, you can't say like, "Oh, this she's probably dating an athlete, or she's yeah. probably dating a dude in the oil fields, or she's probably doing this or that." You got to stop that. You have to look at people individually yeah. and not judge them because yeah. at the end of the day. You know, how would you like it if you just, uh, you know, you're a black man driving down the street and they look at you like, he's probably in a gang. Yeah. Oh, man, he's probably uneducated. He probably sags his pants. Mm-hmm. We cannot label women like that. Yeah. We can't label them like that, man. Another thing that kind of it kind of pissed me off a little bit is my own father. You know, um, recently there was a, a, a coaching vacancy and uh, there was an assistant coach. I think it was it for the Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, was it? Was it? The, oh, uh, the Hammonds. The, yeah, for the it was a coaching vacancy for the Bucks, and I think her name is Becky Hammond. Mm-hmm. She was a professional uh, WNBA player for many years, and now she's the assistant coach in the NBA. And I was like, "Fuck, she deserves that job." You know, she's done a great job, and I really hope she gets it. I, we're we're overdue for a female coach in the NBA. We are overdue. Mm-hmm. We have male coaches in the WNBA, but none in the NBA. Yeah, how the fuck does that make sense? Well, anyways, because basketball is basketball at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Okay, how the fuck is it that a man can coach women, but a woman can't coach men? Crazy. I think that's about the game. If she has integrity, I understand men and men could be dicks. But at the same time, if a woman has integrity and she's a leader of that team, they better fucking listen. Yeah. Because this is a professional sport, and you need to be professional. Mm-hmm. So, but to make a long story short, I told my dad, I was like, man, she didn't. She deserved that job. She, I hope she gets it. We well overdue. She's like. Man, we can't have no woman in our sports, man. And I was like, "Excuse me." <laughs> he was like, "We can't have no woman in our sports. It's just there's just so much that they just appropriating everything nowadays." And I'm thinking, like, man, like this is my own dad spewing yeah. this, and I, I feel it's complete ignorance because I said, "Dad, 
you got a daughter, okay? <laughs> imagine if my sister had continued to play basketball, which she did, which she did. She was really good. And imagine if, you know, she excelled to the WNBA and then went to the same path as, as uh, Becky Hammond and wanted to be a head coach in the, w, in the NBA. Would you not support your daughter to get that job? And then he just had this look on his face like he just didn't even have nothing to say. <laughs> like he was stuck. Yeah. Like sometimes our parents say some dumb ass shit. Like, yeah. I mean, I love my father to the, to, to the moon and back. But that kind of really pissed me off. Yeah. You know, and, you know, had this been years ago, I'd been like, man, I probably would have felt like him. But I've had like my a lot of my views have changed. A lot of my views have changed. Mm -hmm. And I feel that, you know, this whole I think, honestly, I feel like this whole equality thing is a joke. I feel that it's more of a respect thing. We should be respecting women on the same level we respect the man. Yeah. You can't fight for equality because equality really don't exist. There's a general respect that we should have for women that we don't have. That's correct. I know that as a man, that if I, let's say I'm doing a construction job, right, and it's between me and some girl, I'm like, oh, man, I'm hired. They ain't that. hiring her. Yeah, I yeah. got that job. Yeah. That's male privilege in a mm -hmm. nutshell. Yeah. Yes, it exists. If a man tells you it don't exist, he's full of fucking shit or he's just stupid. You know, you know, along that too, like I, I kind of look at sports the same way. Sometimes I gotta check myself. Like, yeah, I'll be watching ESPN or FS1 or whatever, and you know, there'll be some, you know, former athletes talking on, uh, talking about certain, you mm -hmm. know, LeBron James or Kawhi Leonard or whatever, and I'll be like, oh, okay, okay. And then, like, sometimes some of the female uh, hosts will chime in. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I will almost have, like, a shorter fuse when it comes to them. Yeah. Like, man, shut up. You don't know what you talk about. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? I, I, and I would say, like, just to generalize, a lot of those commentators and analysts are idiots. General. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, sometimes in my... In my I, I got to check myself just because, you know, sometimes I'll be like, oh, Molly Karen, just shut up. Like, you yeah. just need to stop talking. But in reality, like, you know, I shouldn't feel that way only just because she's a female. Because, mm -hmm. um, you know, that's just not right. You know, she had, her opinion is just as valid as Definitely. anybody else's up there. You know, she has the credentials just like anybody else's Exactly. Up there. So. Exactly. And, you know, and, and to your point. I've done it before myself, but I think the most important thing that we could do as men is be self-aware. Yeah. Stop acting like, oh man, I'm I'm just a man. I I, I think like this because I'm a man. It's okay. No, it's not okay. Mm -hmm. Because if you have a fucking daughter, you know what I'm saying, and and somebody treating her like that, and you get mad, guess what? Get mad at yourself mm -hmm. because you've been treating women like this your whole motherfucking life. Am I am I like some women's advocate and I treat women so great? Oh, this nigga Eddie, a feminist. No, no, I'm not, <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to sell an image like I'm just. Oh, I'm just. I support women and this and that. I support women. Get don't get me wrong, but I have also been the same guy that has done things that are counterproductive to women growing. Mm -hmm. I've I've been the guy that's seen a woman on TV. I was like, man, shut up. Yeah. Nobody cares what you're talking about. You're not even. You ain't making no sense. Yeah. When I should have been actually listening instead of talking. You know, or I've seen less value in something because the woman says something. I've seen women get on ESPN and make great points about the games. Yeah. Great points. Key points. Mm -hmm. And you also need to understand that a lot of these women were ex-athletes. So they have literally the same background as the other guys that are on ESPN. And some of those motherfuckers weren't even athletes. Yeah. So it's like you really need to stop 
devaluing a woman's opinion or her existence in general because first of all we need to look at each other as equals mm-hmm. i do however believe there are certain things that we could we either one of us does better than each other but yeah. that doesn't mean we're still not equal mm-hmm. um it's man it's just it's unfortunate it's mm-hmm. it's it's really unfortunate that we look at things that way and uh, uh back to the hooters thing I, when I was in Hooters, there was this, uh, this young lady in there. She probably was about 22, 23 or something. And uh, she freaking, she was really hot. Like, she was really sexy, right? And she, mm-hmm. she was like half black, half white. And she walks by my table. And obviously, I look. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. You know, kind of to myself. Mm-hmm. And the guy that was, I came to the, to the uh, Hooters with, we was watching the draft for the 49ers draft. Go Niners. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy looks at me and is like, damn, you see her, fool? I will fuck the shit out of her. Damn. And then, like, that just, like, I wasn't in shock, but I was just like, this ain't cool, fam. Yeah. Like, like making a statement like that mm-hmm. is not cool. Like, if you think about it, we're, we're all sexual beings. Like, you know, like, obviously, I would. But to verbally say that mm-hmm. and think that it's okay to say that ain't cool. Yeah. It's not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, it's just, it's just, I'm just giving you the scope that we look through as men. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we just, we got to do better in regards to that. Is there any other, um, any other like fields that you can think of that we, we kind of treat women like similarly to how I was talking about, um, like sports analysts and stuff like that. Is there any other? Man, to be honest, obviously talking about basketball and then, mm-hmm. you know sports. Um, I don't know about any of that. Uh, I, man, it's too many personal trainers. Personal um, trainers. As a personal trainer, you'll look at a dude that's ripped. You know, he's in great shape, and it'll be a female equivalent, and you'll still choose the man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it's like, <laughs> how is it that you got two trainers, and you literally, you know, you literally don't take the woman as serious because she's a woman mm-hmm. and like let me tell you something here man in, re- in regards to that there was a, a, a chick i was working out with uh shout out to annie um and she had more heart than any man i've ever worked out with mm-hmm. like any man i ever worked out with mind you at the time she had uh she had two kids i think mm-hmm. and uh yeah she had i think she had two kids and she would never make excuses. She would always show up. She was the most consistent gym partner I ever had. And she wasn't super strong or nothing. But every workout we did together, even if I had obviously had to take the weights down, she was giving it her all every time. And she pushed me. Like, I don't know if she realized it, but she pushed me. And I was in the best physical shape I was ever in in my life. Mm-hmm. Just from having a workout partner. Not even a trainer, but a workout partner. Because she matched my intensity. My intensity. Yeah. So to to have the idea that you know women are less focused about certain stuff and that it would literally be the same thing as guys. Mm-hmm. It's the same. It's literally the same thing. We just have to. We have to change the way we think, man. Mm-hmm. You know, we we've been we we still dominate everything. Cause like, keep it real. What woman could be elected president that's acting like the one we got? I ain't gonna say his name. Yeah. We we can't even think of a woman that could get away with that. Mm-hmm. Cause they can't get away with it. This is a male-dominated society, mm-hmm. and that is literally what it's about. Like, a lot of times it'd be like, you know, we got it bad, you know, you know, this and that. 
uh, you know, black man, you know, getting shot by the police, blah, 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 right? And all of that, right? But I'm going to tell you straight up, as a black man in America, I have more privileges than almost any woman in this country. I'm just keeping it 100. Like, a lot of things that I can do, a lot of women cannot do. Period. You I know, mean, a black man was a president before a white female. Right? Right? <laughs> I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. it, that was a great point. I don't know why I didn't take that point, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got Barack Obama, obviously, you know, um, very articulate, really smart guy, but mm -hmm. yeah, like I'm just giving you, I'm just keeping it real where the privilege lies. The privilege lies in being a male in America. That's, I mean, that's literally the whole thing. And, and we talked about this too, the whole Amber Rose slut walk thing. Yeah. I'm just going to keep it real. There is no power in that. <laughs> there is no power in slut walk. What do you, what do you, what is like th this whole new wave of feminism is not real feminism. It's like, I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. Like, like we mentioned, that's not a real fight. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be labeled a slut because I want to have sexual freedom. And I mean, you, you got slut written across your shirt and it's like, I don't understand it. That, that I think kind of what to that point, it's like you were talking about more so respect. Yes. Versus like trying to put that in the Thank same you. realm as like Thank you know you. women voting or women getting equal pay and stuff Thank like you. that. That's like something totally different. If you want to fight for respect from your male counterparts to stop calling you a hoe or stop Thank calling you. you a slut or like you know what I mean, like changing the word slut to be. A more of a positive thing. I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> like, if you want, like, if you if your goal is just to to be uh, more so respected, um, I think you can do that. But I don't know how you can put a picture of your vagina on Instagram right. and and try to like desensitize or normalize that stuff. It, I don't know if, how that works. Okay, you're right. It, yeah, I mean, geez, like, come on, man. I don't I really don't understand it because you're going above and beyond to prove this point. Mm -hmm. First of all, it has a lot to do with the immaturity of men more more than um you trying to fight for equality. Mm -hmm. Like that's not that's not a real fight. It's you doing what you want to do as a woman, men should disrespect that. If a woman is out here um and she wants to fuck as many guys as she wants, that's her business. It's the same thing as a man doing it. You know, if a man does it, he not he don't get called a hoe. He just being a man. I think that just in all honesty, if you out here fucking all a whole bunch of women, you are not very valuable yourself. Mm -hmm. So you can't make it okay for men to do all this stuff and then a woman do the same thing. And she's like, oh man, don't mess with her. She a hoe. I've heard dudes literally say that like, man, like, oh man, she's with the homie. She this and that. I, I she a hoe. I'm thinking like the same dude that say this. You got four fucking baby mamas. Yeah. You 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 behind on your child support since 1999. <laughs> you calling her a hoe? Yeah. Like, bro, you a hoe, man. Mm -hmm. You a man, but the the word hoe is not designated for women. There's tons of motherfucking men out here that's hoes, that's fucking everybody, that ain't shit. Okay. Yeah. So I'm really I'm tired of hearing that. If a woman ain't no, let's say she ain't no good. Let's say she's sleeping with a bunch of dudes. She ain't loyal to nobody. That's her business. Yeah. Just make a decision not to deal with that woman. You have the you have the option as a man to be like, yo, I don't see this going nowhere. I'm cool on her. I ain't gonna speak on her. She could do what she wanna do, but I'm cool on her. 
That's what you should do. Don't be like telling your homies like, hey, that bitch a hoe, man. She a this, she that. I'm just thinking like, bruh. And then calling women bitches. Like, that shit is out. Yeah. Like, I be hearing rappers, even some of your favorite rappers. Drake. Motherfucking uh, J. Cole. Mm -hmm. Stop with the bitch. Stop saying saying the B word. Period. (laughs) I'm just, it's like, man. And I think, I think you know, I said it many times myself, you know, and called it. And I was like, dog, uh-uh. Because I don't call women the B-word in my personal life. I literally do not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, I don't know. It's just a bunch of different things that we say and that we do as men that downgrade other people. Yeah. You know, like the whole, like, cracking jokes, get in there and make me a sandwich. That's not funny. Mm-hmm. It's really not. Mm-hmm. Calling women a sandwich maker. Like, this dude posted a meme, said, I just bought a sandwich maker from Walmart, and it showed some chick, like, he was holding some chick with her booty out, like, walking her into a door. And I'm just like, and everybody's laughing at it. And I'm just trying to find the humor in it, because I used to laugh at shit like that, but now I'm like, bro, like, we can't keep this up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can't. This is not cool. That's old. Yeah, it's old, man. Mm-hmm. It's old. And, you know, we just got to grow up. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a man listening to this, I just want you to know, you know, whatever you're doing right now, you know, it may not be in the woman's best interest. You need to be, just try to be more self-aware mm-hmm. and, and get yourself out of them habits, man. Because I'm not no angel at all. And I'm not going to sit up here and try to make it like I am. But I'm working on myself. And 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 my thing is, is I hope that, you know, if I do happen to have a family one day and I have a daughter, that she will be seen and treated with the same respect as my son, you know, and that's just something we got to, as men, as younger men, especially 28, 30, right in there, mm-hmm. we got to do a better job because we could affect the men around us to, you know, to look at women through a different scope. Yep. That's pretty much it, man. I think, I think one, one other, um, field that we kind of do that in is, is, uh, is rap. Yeah, I think we we kind of tend to put female rappers and male rappers in like two different yeah. categories. And I, I I will say that I don't think that there is a rap a female rapper out there that's on the level of a Eminem or Andre three thousand or Jay Z or Nas or whatever. Um, but there's some re- there's a lot of female rappers that are better than some of these. Little whatever's out yes. there, and they don't get nearly as much shine as shout, they should. Shout out to Snow the Project. She pretty dope. Oh, I haven't, I haven't. I think I've seen her interview, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, her. she pretty cool, man. I've, um, I've known of her for a couple years. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's definitely a um, a lot of good female rappers out there that should be getting more um, more respect than they are, but just because they're you know a girl, they don't really get the same shine. Yeah, except for except for uh, you know, some of the latest ones like Nicki Minaj and them, they on a whole nother level. Yeah. I'm the Trap Salina, Thunder the Trap Salina. That's Cardi B. Fool. I, I know, I know that's Cardi B, but I was about to say Cardi B and yeah, yeah, uh Cardi Nicki Minaj. Nicki they, Minaj. They, they 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 up there. Mm-hmm. But even then I don't I still don't feel like they Obviously, like, music is... People are pretty objective when it comes to music, for yeah. the most part, I think. Definitely. I think if they just like a song, they like a song. But it, they, they, 
none of those girls have ever been in the the realm of you know some of the upper echelon of you know what we consider like the all-time greatest rappers like Nicki minaj can like for for a stint she was spitting like some of the craziest verses verses in the game but no, no one ever really looked at her like oh man Nicki minaj is like top five in the game or Mm-mm. you know what i mean it's always been yeah. like she's the best female rapper mm-hmm. right now or yep. you know what i mean so yeah that's very true mm-hmm. and you know another thing i'm getting tired of too i'm getting tired of women not being recognized for their art yeah and being more recognized for their breast yeah and their ass mm-hmm. and it and you know i think that for a male for a male rapper or artist to get recognized he ain't got to show his dick you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we don't got to pull ours out to get recognition. Yeah. And a lot of women feel like they have to sexualize themselves in order to get that amount of attention, uh-huh. which I think is completely inaccurate. I think that women like Lauren Hill was dope. Yeah. Missy Elliott was dope. And yeah. they didn't have to do shit but display yeah. their art. But nowadays, you know, no disrespect to Cardi or Nicki, but they be naked, man. Mm-hmm. And it's like... It's other artists like okay, and it, what it what it does it kind of it kind of changes the game up because it's women like Snow the Project that I mentioned, um, and she's the first of her kind. She's a um, well, she's a Mexican woman, which I'm, hasn't been seen in hip hop. Mm-hmm. She actually do got bars though, and the thing about it is it's not really her it's not her thing to be like half naked and talking about a lot of sexual shit she just got bars you know um i feel like she should be bigger than what she is Mm -hmm. and they they talked about not only that on the interview but it's also true though because you think about it like lil yachty like yeah and no disrespect to lil yachty man I, i i think he's an intelligent guy but on the like on the talent scale i can't really First of all, I don't want to try to determine what talent is because I have my opinion. Other people have theirs. Mm-hmm. But I just don't feel like, you know, you uh, like it's male privilege when an artist like Mel, like Lil Yachty can get the amount of buzz. But then Snow the Project over here gets like not even a quarter of that. Yeah. So, another um another girl that I think is really dope is Rhapsody. Yeah, she is dope. She's she's been on like you know Kendrick Lamar album yes. and stuff like that. And she had like one of the better verses on his yeah, whole album. Yeah, she did. She was dope. So it's like, you know what I mean? And that these are people that people, the general public don't really know who they are. If no, like they don't. Head, you know what I mean? You'll probably know. <laughs> yeah. But it's you know the same thing. Yeah. I think we. I think we're more receptive of women singing. Like so. Yeah. Like a girl singing like. Somebody like SZA, you know, the yeah. whole world knows her songs, but somebody like Rhapsody is like... That's true. You got to be a hip-hop head J- to really know who That's she true. Is. People know, yeah, rap, uh, uh, what's, SZA, um, Janae Aiko. Yeah. But, you know, they be like, oh, Janae Aiko's dope. You know, mm-hmm. but people don't... Like, Janae Aiko, I done heard her rap before, too. Yeah. And I was like, shit. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Janae Aiko is extremely talented, too. Shout out to Janae. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, man, I don't, I don't got really much else to add Anything else, no, brother? That's pretty much it. All right, let's go ahead and move on. Getting to, getting to know someone. Like, how do you really get to know someone? I think we have a misinterpretation. Like, we misinterpret a lot of things. And um, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. Like, I've noticed that when, whether it just be anyone, whether it be a friend or, like, if it's a woman trying to get to know you, 
let's say you're out on a, a date or something and she's asking you all these questions like, what do you think about marriage? What do you think about kids? What, you know, what happened in your last relationship? All this other shit, you know, the shit that, you know, women will ask us or people will generally ask other people or whatever. Mm -hmm. The best way to get to know someone is just have a conversation, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I'm just talking about a genuine conversation, talking about a bunch of random shit. You will get to know someone better by just talking to them instead of asking them questions. Mm -hmm. Because what you're doing is by asking them a bunch of bullshit questions is you are setting them up to lie. Mm -hmm. People are geared to tell you what they think you want to hear rather than telling you what you need to hear. Yeah. So it's better to let that shit flow organically. I've had, and my thing is, is I, I don't even like asking personal questions. Like when I first get to know somebody, like I like giving them only so much of me in sessions. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you my whole motherfucking life story. And I just met you. So in, in addition to that, I don't ask a bunch of questions. You can literally have an amazing conversation without getting too personal. Mm -hmm. And then what happens in that conversation, the more comfortable you get, the more you start to give of yourself. And I've noticed I've talked to some people and um, we start talking and they drop something on me. And I'm like, oh, that's crazy. And we start having a deeper conversation. And then I might give them a little bit more of myself. And then we start to develop this trust. You know what I'm saying? But when you just come off the rip asking people questions, you just setting them up to lie to you. Yeah. So, <clears throat> like, how are we really getting to know people? That's that's the question I pose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that the the best way to um, know someone is just to let time lapse. Exactly. Like you can't you can't meet someone first date, second date, and start asking them about their ex wife. It's too much. You know, asking them about their kids or their parents and their grandparents and stuff. It's, it's like you know, people 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 already lie in a conversation. Yes. And a lot of people don't lie just be, for the sake of lying. They lie because they're not comfortable with mm -hmm. the person. You know what I mean? If you don't know someone, you're not gonna. You don't feel obligated to tell the truth. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's, you know, even I'm sure everyone has like stuff in their personal life that they probably wouldn't even tell like a close friend. You know what I mean? Just because that's just the nature of, you know, people. So you can't expect someone to tell you the truth. And, you know, it's the first date or, it's, you know, or even, you know, not even in like a like a relationship, maybe even a friendship, something like that. So, you know what I mean? Just, just let time lapse and people, people are more willing. You'll, you'll probably find out more information by not even asking those questions. Cause if time goes on long enough, people will just start to open up. You know what I mean? They may tell you something that, you know, you didn't even ask. You'd be like, yeah. dang, that's, you know, yeah. I'm kind of glad you told me that or, I'm glad we talked about that and mm -hmm. us, stuff like that. So. But that, <clears throat> but to your point, that would have never came out had you been just fucking grilling them with questions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just mm -hmm. kind of let the, let the situation mm -hmm. kind of let it, I won't say snowball, but just let it build up, man. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it just, and you know, what I've noticed is some of the most like great conversations you have with people is not really with the people that you know all the time. It's sometimes it's with strangers mm -hmm. because strangers don't feel judged. Like if you ever been in a in a like in a grocery uh, at Walmart or in a parking lot, you meet somebody, you guys start talking. 
since they don't know you, it's not like they don't, they're not in fear of your opinion about them. Mm -hmm. They're a lot more open about certain stuff. And sometimes, you know, you start sharing stuff and you start building up that really organic conversation. Mm -hmm. Some of the best conversations I've had have came from just randomly different people. Um, I've had conversations with, um, with, uh, with, with, with veterans that fall in the service. I've had conversations with janitors. I've had conversations with police officers. I've had conversations with single mothers, fathers, and mm-hmm. all kinds of different people. And one thing I've taken from everything is the simple fact that once people feel more comfortable with you, then the conversation is that much more, uh, not just better, but it's more organic. Mm-hmm. Rather, rather than forcing questions, Forcing questions and res- making people respond to them, you're actually getting more of a person by not mm-hmm. by not doing that. Yeah. I've always had more, like, I don't know if I've ran into that too many times. I've always had, like, the opposite. Like, Got it. people are opening it up to me that I don't really care to talk to in that yeah. situation. <laughs> I remember I was, in front of, I was going into Best Buy to buy some headphones or oh, something like yeah. that or a hard drive. And some dude, he was like an alcoholic or something. Oh I don't know what it is. But he was like, he was like a super cool dude. He wasn't like a yeah. bad person, but yeah. it was just like, he just like kept holding the conversation. Like, oh, oh man, I'm sleeping outside right now. Like, I want to go home, but my mom, she just kicks me out. So I'm just out here, dude. He's like, he's like, you know what I really want to get into? Acting, man. Like, I, I kind of just want to go to LA and, you know, do some auditions. But and I, then, I, I, and then he would act out a scene like, oh my I pity God. the fool. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, dog, just go to L.A., man. You got it. You got it. Yeah. Just get on the Greyhound and go to L.A. And then, you know what I mean? Figure Things will happen to you. You, and, you know what that also comes from is not having anyone to talk to. Yeah. Sometimes when you see strangers that want to hold a conversation and you don't know them that much, it's because they really need someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. I think that's most of America. A lot of people, yeah. they are surrounded by people that they cannot talk to. So... You know, the same people you see partying with a bunch of people in the club every week and drinking out of all those people in there that they hang out with that cannot probably talk to one of them about serious life shit. Yeah. You know, serious life shit like, you know, you going through something, whether it be like health issues or, you know, you know your mother's going through something or you, you had a bad divorce or a breakup. You can't talk to them about nothing. Yeah. Because all they want to do is drink and party and bullshit. I yeah. think that to your point, I think as you get older, you need people that you could genuinely talk to mm-hmm. and not feel judged that you can open up to. It's important. Yeah. And whenever you see people spewing their own business out and be like, pray for me and all of this, mm-hmm. it's because they don't have anyone to talk to. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, if you had someone to talk to, you would get that off your chest. You wouldn't feel judged and you would go on about your life. I am proud and blessed to say that I have people that I can talk to about anything in my personal life that I'm going through and we good. And I'm also there for my friends mm-hmm. if they need me. Mm-hmm. They could call me at two, three in the morning if they going through something. I didn't had um when I was going through, you know, issues personally, whether it be like a breakup or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, cause I ain't gonna sit here in front. Like going through a breakup ain't easy. If it's a easy for you to go through a breakup, then that means you didn't really care about that person. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> that means you didn't give a fuck about them. That's why you can move on in a week. But mm-hmm. if you really cared about somebody and y'all broke up, it it fucks me up. So I'm blessed to have people that have helped me through uh, those situations, as well as being there for them. Yeah. Uh, not to not meaning to stray off topic, but yeah. Um, 
to to that guy that was talking to you that wouldn't let you go. Uh-huh. That's probably why he was doing it. Yeah, I think I think also too, we live in a a world or a country where people don't really listen. No, like, right? I can I like especially like taking acting classes and stuff like that. The the best actors are people that um, are actors that actually listen. So when you when you when you're in a scene and you know two people are having a conversation, you can look at a person's face and tell if they're listening to the person that they're sitting across from. Yeah. So like I can talk to a person and you know and you know pretty quickly tell if you know they're actually paying attention to what I'm saying or if they're just waiting till I finish talking. So I think. You know, part of it is like, you know, sometimes when I'm out, I, I usually run into these kind of people like in front of stores and stuff like that. Like, like there was a girl, she was, um, she was in front of Target and she walked up to me and she was like, she essentially she was asking me for change, but it was so drawn out oh that, um, I kind of was feeling bad for her and she, she was like, you know, I'm a recovering addict and you know, people, and she was way out in like the richest part of Bakersfield yeah. and it was, it just didn't yeah, like, yeah, that was, yeah. those people definitely like, obviously people walking into a Walmart or Target, like they feel like their life is so busy that they don't want to stop and talk to the people standing in front yeah, of the store. Exactly. But definitely out there where, you know, they feel like, you know, they're the upper echelon of mm-hmm. like human beings. So she definitely wasn't getting no attention from them. So like she came up and approached me and she was obviously she she was like a half black girl, so mm-hmm. she probably didn't see she probably maybe seen like two black people walk into that store, so <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to approach me. But it that it's that same sort of thing. Like we I think people need to be better listeners. Definitely. You know what I mean? If you're just having if you just all you have to do is like Listen and genuinely care what someone is saying, and you know that that can be the difference in True. you know a person you know being becoming like a better version of themselves just because they have someone to talk to. Like she, yeah. like the way she was talking, it didn't feel like she was acting. It, it felt like she was you know genuinely like going through something. I couldn't actually help her at the time. Like I didn't have no actual cash on me, but um, I think for her, like it probably helped her you know, feel better about her situation. Somebody just being stopped a, listening. Yeah, just being able to, you know, spew those things out. So, and she asked me about church and stuff like that. I don't know if she ended up going or if she, you know, she will end up going. But, you know, we had like a, a short conversation about, st- I was doing mostly listening, but you know what I mean? It's just, it's just good to listen to people, yeah. you know? We just, I think what we do is we determine a person's value before seeing or talking to them. Mm-hmm. So when they actually speak, we don't give a shit what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And we need to cut that out. Yeah. I think we we need to start giving people a chance at least. Mm-hmm. And then once we determine that, you know, this, this is not a very fruitful conversation, then, yeah. we, then we can move forward from there. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. after, but beforehand, man, we gotta, we gotta watch that. That's, that's, that's not really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, listening is also a better way to get to know someone like you mentioned which is um probably the most important part listening and responding accordingly meaning you're listening you're listening to the information you're receiving in order to respond in a certain way not just what like fake listening you sitting there and then you wait till they're done talking to be like oh that's crazy you see mm-hmm. that Laker game last night? You know that's yeah. You'd be like, what the heck? That's not listening. You're you're just like, like I just broke up with my girlfriend. What you talking about the Lakers for? Hey, girlfriend just uh, <laughs> girlfriend just came out with a sex tape. <laughs> 
Hey, man, this dude's going through it, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, like, man, my girl just had a sex tape, man. I couldn't believe she, man, I'm hurting bad, man. I need somebody to talk to, man. And they'd be like, dang, my back is hurting right now? Yeah. They'd be yeah, like, yeah, what? Yeah. Uh, it's just, yeah, it, it's important to have somebody to to talk to. It, you know, and another example is this. Um, it was one day... It was one time. It was some chick said something like really, 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 really personal, and I inboxed her. I didn't even write on her post. I said, "I don't know," and I don't know why I said this. I probably should have minded my business. I just said, "I don't know if it's in your best interest to really say a lot of personal stuff." I, I'm praying for you. I hope everything get is you know cool, but I just don't. You know, people on the internet don't really care. They just want to be nosy. And then she said, like, she said, "I just don't have nobody to talk to." And this girl, Damn. mind you. She is beautiful. I mean, she is beautiful. And she ain't got nobody to talk to. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just gives you perspective, man. Like, you could be the most super popular person, cool person, everybody wants to be around you, but don't nobody give a fuck about what you're saying. Mm -hmm. You could be crying out for help and nobody. That's why probably why a lot of Hollywood stars be killing themselves. Mm -hmm. They in a world full of people that just kiss their ass that don't give a fuck about them. Mm -hmm. You know, you know they don't want to get to know you. They just want to. They just want to be a part of what you're doing, and they don't even want to listen to your problems. And even when you do tell them about your problems, they just like, uh huh, uh huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, uh -huh. Uh -huh. you know one uh -huh. one thing I I I knew like one of my one of my childhood friends was an actor and he acted in a couple movies. And um, I almost feel like he was in that same sort of situation. Like he he did, he did like a movie. He was on like two. He was on like a couple of TV shows, and he did like one commercial. All while we were in like um, middle school, and like yeah, all while we were like sixth, seventh, eighth grade. He he did you know over that you know three four year span. He was he was in um, all these things, and when all that stuff finally slowed down. He, he had to go back to like regular life <clears throat> uh -oh. and I would talk to him. Like he was like my best friend growing up. And then eventually like, like it was, there was at that time before like social media was really popping, like before, yeah. before MySpace and, um, before Facebook really got popular. Um, in that, like that, that sort of like little dead spot. Um, there was no way to really contact someone if you didn't have their number. And before that, yeah. you know, everyone had a cell phone. So like, I didn't really have a way to talk to him. And then like, eventually I would find him on Facebook or something like that, or I'll shoot him a message and, um, you know, talk to him for a few, you know, a few messages. And then he would just kind of like go away for a minute. And, um, like the more and more that I talked to him, I realized like his life is like crazy now. Like he went from literally being in a movie with Adam Sandler to like going back to regular school. And then I would talk to him once and then to be like, Hey man, like how you doing? He's like, Oh man, I just got out of rehab. I'd be Ooh. like, what the heck? And then it'd be like, Oh yeah, I just got out of um, rehab. I was, you know, addicted to pills and stuff like that, but you know, I'm doing good right now. And usually, you know, if, if you're going through something like that, the people that are like, um, aiding your lifestyle they don't really care about give a you, shit. You, you, yeah you, they're just looking for you know a quick fix or a good time or something like That's that it. so there's no you know there's no really personal aspect to you know what you're doing like you probably your conversations probably are based around music or you know maybe a movie or stuff like that and then i talked to someone else that knew him 
and that like hung around him like a, a little bit, not in that same aspect of like, you know, helping him with pills and stuff like that. But, um, he, he, he told me that, you know, people were just happy to be around him. Like, Hey, that they were, you know, like, Hey, this is such and such from that movie. And you know, he's, he's an actor and stuff wow. like that. And they want to take pictures and stuff like that. But visiting for clout. Yeah. So no. And you, you could just tell from that short conversation that no one really cared about him personally. And he was obviously going through stuff. That's why he was, you know, doing so many drugs. And I think he ended up, I don't know how he actually passed away, but I think he ended up ODing. Oh, my God. And, you know, that's that same sort of thing. Like, you know, whenever I talked to him, the, the, the short amount of, like, few text messages that we had, it was always, like, people, I think that people tend to be, like, people care, for the most part, they care what you're doing than more so than how you're doing. Yeah, very so, true. That's very true. Um, I think that kind of happened with him. Like, people were just infatuated by his, like, be celebrity status versus, like, how he was mentally. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what? If you're listening to this, do yourself a favor and call your friends. <laughs> like, call your fucking friends. Call them and see how they're doing. Don't call them to complain about your life. Don't call them to talk about, oh, it's so ridiculous at work. Call them and ask them how they're doing. Yeah. How are you doing, man? How's everything been? How's your family? Yeah. I got people on my phone that I just call just to check up on them because I care. When yeah. you care about someone, you're going to check up on them. I'm not, they don't have to be your best friend. They could just be someone that you have labeled as valuable in your life. Yeah. I will call them. I'll snap them or whatever the case just to check up on them. Yeah. Stop taking your friends. They could be going through some serious shit, but you you so busy on not contacting them or just only hitting them up when you want to go to the park or only hitting them up when you want to go have drinks. Mm -hmm. Stop doing that. We have gotten too old. Stop taking for granted. Yeah. You know, stop taking your friends for granted, man, mm -hmm. and only using them at your convenience. That's um, before we move on, I want to just give an example. This It's not comparable to yours, but mm -hmm. it's somewhat. There was a kid when I was in high school. He was like uh, about a year younger than me, mm -hmm. and he did a Burger King commercial, right? And he was it was a real popular Burger King commercial. I'm mm -hmm. pretty your, your brother knows him. Mm -hmm. um, and he was like this little like mixed black kid with like really frizzy hair and was like dyed blonde. And he was on this Burger King commercial like, yeah, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, he went back to school. And, and everybody's like, hey, Burger King! Burger King! Hey! Hey, what's up, man? Burger King! And back then, we didn't have we didn't have Instagram, and we didn't have none of that shit, so everybody was like, hey, Burger King! Like, they was taking, like, a picture with him, you know? Yeah. But they had we had to have actual fucking, you know those uh, throwaway cameras that you got from Walgreens? Disposable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, had those. Like, it was like, crink, 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 the little yeah, slide Yeah, slide it. Or we had the, uh, some people had those fucking, still had those, old ass one from the 80s that spit a, they spit a picture out but you had to fan Polaroid yeah the Polaroid you had to fucking uh, fan it off yeah yeah man they brought those back too yeah they did mm -hmm. they did but they used to be they used to be so annoying sometimes mm -hmm. they would fucking the picture come out one person be blocked out and shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's like nobody gave a fuck about this kid all they cared about was calling him Burger King and be like hey Burger King what's up man and the kid, like, and the kid was like, you could tell he was starting to get annoyed by getting called Burger King. Like, he's like, I have a fucking name. Yeah. I'm not a burger. I'm a human. You know? mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But all I'm saying is, man, get to know people. Um, 
get to know people by genuinely listening and caring about what they have to say. Yeah. Just don't. Uh, there was a there was a lady that I met at this screenwriting uh, podium or um, talk or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, she kind of not not in that same aspect, but she kind of talked about how she's more receptive of people that will um, like compliment her when she's when when they first meet her versus like saying like hey I got the script like could you read it or hey I have this new TV show. Um, how could how could I you know get this TV show on TV like you know what I mean like versus you know just someone like genuinely having like a personal conversation like so Definitely. She, she talked about like you know if you're if you're um, approaching someone and you actually want something out of them first actually um, like compliment her on her shoes or her hair or something like that and then you know that conversation can you know go somewhere else and you know maybe you'll you have uh, more potential to actually get um, a job or something like that. So uh, it's not exactly like the same, but you know, that same sort of thing about just caring about people first instead of definitely you know, trying to get something out of it. <clears throat> definitely. So definitely. Yeah. We, we, it's unfortunate. We live in a culture of people that don't give a shit. Yeah. All right. Moving forward. Um, this topic is, uh, Definitely something that needed to be talked about. Uh, shout out to Gloria. I believe her name is Gloria. Um, she um, and the topic is bullying. Mm-hmm. Bullying is not good in any capacity. But mm-hmm. um, it came about. I was scrolling through Facebook, through Instagram, and uh, she posted a picture of her daughter that had purchased her first car. Obviously, I like the photo, which is you know when you reach any. Um, I mean, in a young person's life, getting a car is like one of the biggest, most awesome things, you yeah. know. And somebody commented some really fucked up shit like, oh, you just got a basic car. I pretty much got the same car. It ain't nothing to be happy about and all of this. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she was just like, what the fuck? And then I commented. I was like, this is ridiculous. And she had mentioned like, you know, you, you should talk about bullying. So that's why I'm doing it. Yeah. And... Bullying in any way, whether it's on Instagram, and bullying could also be co- like constantly being sarcastic for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like you can't get nobody no respect. They could post a picture of, um, they could post a picture of you know their brother getting married or something like that. And instead of saying congratulations, you're like, oh, another marriage, huh? Yeah. And it's like, dude, this you could have kept it to yourself. Yeah. Like if you cannot genuinely be happy for people, then shut the fuck up. Yeah. First of all, secondly, um, if you are literally using the internet to bully people, nigga, you ugly. You ugly. You you ain't got no bitches. In. You this and that. It's like, what's the point of even doing these things? Mm-hmm. We are too grown. We are too old. Mm-hmm. Even if you are, if you are, if if I ever found out if I had kids and I found out my son was bullying somebody, I would yank his fucking ass out of school. I would find some way to punish him. That would change his life because I don't like bullies at all. Yeah. At all. I've had to stand up for friends when I was a little kid so they didn't get beat up by a bully. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I've had some people try to bully me before, but it didn't end good cuz I mm-hmm. be- I beat their ass. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like man, I just don't understand why the whole bullying thing is. It could be also it could be 
you know, women are also very ruthless. Young women, like, it, it could be a girl that gets her makeup done or her eyebrows done, and then, like, four girls get on there making fun of her, like, look at this bitch's eyebrows, look at her hair, look at yeah. this. That could make, that could ruin a young lady's day. It could ruin her whole experience and make her feel low and hurt. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize that they got kids like this. Like, one thing is, the, the way we got to combat bullying, too, is not only as adults, but as parents, we have to be more self-aware of what not only our children are doing, but just people in our lives, what we are doing. Mm-hmm. You know, if we could be bullying someone and, and not realize it, mm-hmm. you, we need to cut that shit out. Yeah. There was a co-worker I had. There was a co-worker I had, and uh, we had a banquet. We had a safety meeting, and uh, he's a big guy. He's like six foot eight, really, really big dude, right? And they brought El Pollo Loco to the to the banquet, right? Mm-hmm. And they came in, and then as the people from El Pollo Loco was watching, was coming in, I said, uh-oh, better watch out for, you know, and I said the, the big guy's name, and everybody started laughing, right? Yeah. Everybody started laughing, and I pat him on the shoulder. I said, I'm just playing, man, you know? Mm-hmm. And he didn't take too kind of that. I could look at his face. He was not happy. He was not laughing. He was not nothing. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. I wonder how many times he probably heard this in his life. Yeah. Maybe he's fucking tired of it. Big and dudes don't like to be called big. They really don't. Hey, big man! Like, yeah. I have motherfuckers that call me that. Like, I'm I'm a, I'm a pretty big guy, but not like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And it is like, hey, big man! I'm like, mm-hmm. motherfucker, I got a name. Yeah. It's like, you ain't never gonna get to know my name. My name is Eddie, man. Let me make this clear on this podcast. My name is Eddie, okay? Mm-hmm. So if you see me out in public, call me Eddie, man. Don't just be like, hey, big dog, big man! <laughs> What's up, Big Daddy? I'm like, do, do not call me Daddy, bro. <laughs> don't, don't do Big that. Baby, yeah, that. <laughs> like you corny motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but uh, just be self aware, man. Yeah. Self awareness is extremely important. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, make sure you're not doing that. Make sure, like, if you see somebody, ladies, this is this is for men and women. Like, men, if you see a dude. And he got a car or something, and it ain't the nicest car, but he's, let's say the guy was walking, he didn't have a vehicle, and he got a car. Don't be like, man, that car is a bucket. It's fucked up, man. You da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Congratulate him. Say, man, congratulations, man. Like, I know, you know, I know you, you know, you was walking, man, and I just, you know, I, I hope that I wish the best for you, man. If you ever need anything or you ever need any help, you know, with your car, let me know. Yeah. So offer people support. And yeah. Offer them a compliment. If you're going to do anything, if you don't want to say nothing, you don't have to say nothing, but don't offer them bullshit. Yeah. Because that's not cool, man. That's uh-huh. not cool. Uh-huh. Um, or like the same thing I mentioned, whether it be women, where it's like, it'd be a chick that come up with, oh my God, I cannot with her eyebrows. That is just terrible. I can't believe it's just, that's not cool. Because mm-hmm. I know, I finally really understand how important the the lashes and the eyebrows and the makeup is to women. That shit is important. Mm-hmm. They will literally lose their minds if their shit ain't on point. Yeah. And let's say if they think their shit is on point, but it's a whole bunch of women tearing them down, telling them it's not on point. That will lower a woman's self-esteem yeah. like big time. <clears throat> yeah. You know, especially with the eyebrows things, so, you know, because your eyebrows can't just grow back overnight. Mm-hmm. So you fuck your eyebrows out. Now you just got fucked up eyebrows. Mm-hmm. It's chicks doing like eyebrow surgery now. Like, yeah, they like literally get their permanent eyebrows. I'm like, this shit is a man. I should I should invest into an eyebrow company or some shit. <laughs> I need a I'm, man. I'm telling you, I, I make mi- brows. 
Huh? Eddie's brows. Eddie's brows. I can see it right now. Right over there off of, uh, have it on South Chester. <laughs> South Chester Avenue. Come on in and get your brows done. Get an oil change, too, at the same time. <laughs> you yeah. in there edging up girls' eyebrows with the well clippers. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so cool. He rotated my tires and did my eyebrows at the same time. Oh, heck. Bro. I feel so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Yeah, man. Just, so one thing one thing yeah. I want to do is um like this is the the Webster definition of bullying. It says um bullying, abuse and mistreatment of someone vulnerable by someone stronger or more powerful. Wow. So that's deep. Just kind of give you a, like a like a sense of, you know, what what bullying is. I think um you know, even me personally, like I most mostly when I was a um, a kid, like people would bully, like people would bully you for like the stupidest reasons. Like I would get bullied over my last name, which like it doesn't really even make sense now that you think about it. But kids are like idiots, so yeah. you know they'll find anyway. And my last name is Fingers, so yeah. like people would be like, it would be these group of kids. They're like a year older than me. They'd be like, we know you the fingers, we know you the fingers, fingers. And I'd be like, yo, man, just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking lame, yes, man. It is. So like, lame. In hindsight, it's just stupid. It doesn't even make sense. But, you know, that's just that's just kind of how it is. Or uh, even like, you know, we talked about it a little bit. You know, getting bullied for not wearing name brand clothes right. or name brand shoes. And it's just like... This is... Like yeah. stuff you can't. In hindsight, it just sounds stupid, but you know, I think that that's like one of the 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 biggest things that you can you can relate to your kids, because that that the 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 poor kid, you know, rich kid thing happens um, probably far too often. Yeah. Like if you the and the way the way one way you can tell is obviously when your kid comes home, he's not going to be you know telling you everything that happens at school. But if you're sending your kid to school with, you know, the newest J's all the time, you should probably check him or check her to see, you know, how what our conversations are like at school. Yeah. Because that's a, you know, that I guess one of the indicate like obviously someone in Payless shoes is not roasting someone else in Payless shoes. Very true. Um, or, you know, talking about how poor they are because, you know, they're both, you know, probably both in poverty themselves. But if someone is going to school with, you know, the newest J's every time they come out, they got, you know, newest self, they got iPhone 10, it just came out and stuff like that. Like, maybe you should check, you know, you should check your kid's ego and make sure, definitely you know, they're not at school roasting some kid that got the new shacks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> it's, man, that's that's really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It, the Webster's Dictionary left something out. They said, um... Uh, basically picking on someone who is vulnerable by someone stronger. Mm-hmm. Let's, They're not always strong. Nah, let's flip that. They're mm-hmm. not always stronger because a stronger person will uplift you. Mm-hmm. Hey, you could do it, man. They will encourage you. You could do it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you could do better. Just keep on trying. Mm-hmm. That's a stronger person. A weaker person is someone that will see someone struggling and be like, ha, ha, look at you, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. That's weak. Yeah. That's weak. I My thing is this. I'm the type of guy, and I'm not trying to make myself like I'm this great guy, but if I'm going down the road and I see a guy pushing his car that broke down, I don't put it on Snapchat and it's like, damn, this nigga car broke down, ha, ha, ha. I will get out of my car and help them push that shit wherever they need to go. Mm -hmm. Because 
that's what strong people do. Strong people will help people, not break them down. Yeah. So a bully more times than not probably get beat by his parents when he go home. Um, he probably um, get his ass whooped by all his older siblings, and he's looking to take it out on someone. Mm -hmm. That's what bullies are. Bullies are weaker people that appear as stronger people. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem. And they pick, bullies pick their prey very carefully. Because they can't bully everybody. They know who they can bully and they know who they can't. Yeah. So they, it, it's some dudes right now, grown ass men, 30 some years old, probably buff, work out at the gym. And he sees some skinny dude, hurry up, man, get the fuck out the way. And then I come up and he's like, hey, what's up, bro? Yeah. Yeah, because I will beat your motherfucking ass if you think you're going to bully me. We too old for that. Either one, I laugh and walk off. More likely, that's probably what I would do. But if you take it to the next level, you might get hurt. Yeah. But if you're going to go and talk to a little guy, a guy that's not very big. And another problem with that, too, is a lot of times bullies be getting their ass whooped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a video on YouTube that went viral. This little skinny kid that was, I guess he was considered himself a bully because he knew, like, I guess he knew some little bullshit karate. And it was this big boy that was just like, he seemed like he just wanted to be left alone. And the skinny boy was like, like kicking him and punching him. And the little, and the, and the little chubby boy wanted to be left alone. He's trying to walk away. And then the boy, the, the chubbier boy grabbed that kid, picked him up over his head and slammed him on the concrete. Dang. And the little kid was like, oh, oh. <laughs> and I was laughing. This is why I couldn't be a teacher. Because if I seen somebody getting bullied and a bully get his ass whooped, I'm going to be laughing. Like, that's what you get, you little asshole. You <laughs> know? Funny. Yeah, I just don't like bullies. I never have. Yeah. Never have. And even when I was a little kid, I just hated them. Mm -hmm. You know? One other thing that, that happens happened to me when I was a kid is, like, when, like, some, some of the stuff that we see on TV and we're like, um, you see, like, Hey Arnold, or yeah. you see, um, Arnold. you know, any any of these shows where, like, you know, bullying is going on, and then, like, sometimes you'll see, like, the female is, like, bullying the guys into liking them, and, you know, like, tripping the guys, or, like, doing, like, that literally happens. When I was a kid, there was a girl that used to chase me around the school, <laughs> and I would be like, yo, like, leave me alone, I don't like you. Yeah. You big. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it, she was chasing you, though. Know? burning calories, man. <laughs> Oh, heck no. uh, but yeah, that like you know that was one of the, one of the experiences that I went through was like some girl that liked me and she was always just like always just bothering me and it just be like man like leave me alone so that that's one of the things like I think more parents need to address bullying with their kids because you never even know what what side of the fence your kid is on your kid your kid may be big and he may be just bullying people because he's big or your kid yeah. may be. You know, your kid may be wealthy and, you know, he's roasting kids because the other kids are poor. He may be, you know, you know, whatever, whatever the case. Kids will find any weakness um, on a person and try to, like, maximize that for the sake of, you know, themselves or Definitely. trying to uplift themselves and stuff like that. Definitely. It, bullying, you know what? You just really hit a major point. Bullying is a way to indirectly um, uplift oneself while tearing another person down. Mm -hmm. Some people don't feel good about themselves unless they're tearing someone down. Yeah. 
I can feel amazing about myself for lifting someone up. Mm-hmm. Let's say, for example, someone's out of shape and I get them interested in the gym. And then eventually they get in way better shape than me. Then I'm like, yo, that's dope. Like this yeah. guy stuck with it. I'm not the type of nigga to get jealous because you look way better than me. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Yeah. I want people to do better for themselves. Yeah. But it's some people that the only way they can feel better about themselves is to tear people down and keep them there. You know, you know the craziest part, like along with that, um, there's um, a per- professional basketball player out here, Tyron Wallace. He, mm-hmm. he plays or he played for the Clippers last year. Definitely did a great job, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I don't know what team he'll be on next year, but you hopefully know, the Lakers. Hopefully the Lakers. <laughs> he's working hard and stuff, so you know something is going to happen for him. But I heard a story about him, and you know he's he, he's you know he he was drafted. He was a rookie last year, but he didn't. He he was drafted the year before. He was a, like he was a Mister Irrelevant in the NBA draft. He drafted to the, uh, the Utah Jazz, and then the whole his whole first year he spent um, basically in a D league. Um, you G, know what I mean? G league now. <clears throat> yeah, G league now. But it was a D league when he was mm-hmm. playing. So, um, he, you know, he spent the whole whole year, and you know, he went through all the summer league games and stuff like that. And some games he did really good. Some you know, some games he didn't. And um, People, a lot of people from Bakersfield was like, you know, genuinely proud of him for even being drafted. But there were some people that I, I'm just, you know, relaying a story that I heard. But there were like some people that were actually close to him and I were like considered his friends. They were like basically like bashing him because um, there were, I think in the summer league or something, he didn't play so good and he, you know, he didn't average that many points and his stats was like really down. And people were bashing him and roasting him for not, you know, not performing well, not, and you know what I mean. It 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 really doesn't make sense because Crazy. you know that's professional basketball, like the highest, the highest, level, best players in the you world. Know what I mean, so whether he's playing good or not, like that shouldn't have no bearing on how you approach him. You should be happy for him that he's even doing it, especially right. people that also are playing basketball and they're not as good as him because they're not in the NBA either. They're some of the players like overseas and like. Yeah. You know, in Lithuania playing with the Ball Brothers and whatnot, yeah. and they roasting him, and he's in the NBA. Yeah, it's like that doesn't really, you know what I mean? That doesn't re- really make sense. So you got to like yeah. check yourself. Like you need, yeah, you need to check yourself because yeah. this guy, first of all, the same people trying to make fun of him in the NBA probably literally work. No disrespect to anybody that works at Walmart, but yeah. they probably work at like a, a department store yeah. or something like that. But you are making fun of someone that is that has reached the apex of their life. Yeah. Like, Wallace had an amazing year last year. Mm-hmm. He got a lot of minutes. He played great. How can you... It's like, it, some people are reverse bullies. Like, their life sucks. Mm-hmm. And they look at someone living their best life and choose to hate on them. Yeah. Like, if somebody is living their best life, you need to shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. straight up. If they're living their best life and you can see it. You can see they're making as much money as they've ever made. You can see them driving a nice car. You can see them, whether they're married or they have a good significant other, or they're just achieving this wildly successful life. Yeah. You need to take a step back and fix your own life. Mm-hmm. Because that's the problem. Your life sucks, and you're mad at someone living their best life. Yeah. Don't just be quiet. Um, tell them why I'm, I'm very proud of it. I really hope he goes to the Lakers next year. Like, I really, somehow, I that'd hope. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Bakersfield guy, we went to the same high school. I'm much older than him. He actually went to school with you. Yeah. But 
he's a driller guy going to the Lakers. You mm-hmm. got my support. Mm-hmm. You definitely got it. Not just because you from you didn't know because you're a Laker, but because you're from Bakersfield. Yeah. And you know, coming out of this city, anybody that reaches this great level of success, I love it because as living here, especially, you know, a lot of people tear the city down and like, oh, yeah. this is trash. Bakersfield, blah, blah, blah. Bakersfield is not the best place. Yeah. But at the same time, it is home for me and home for many of us. Yeah. And when you see somebody from your town, make it. Shut up yeah. and either support them or you be quiet. Because yeah. I love when I see David Carr and Derek Carr on uh, sport on uh, uh, NFL Network. I love seeing them up there talking about the game and, and uh, seeing Derek Carr score touchdowns. I ain't no Raider fan, but I love it when Derek Carr is successful. Yeah. Because he comes from where we come from. Yeah. You know, so... It's just about offering that support, man. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't see somebody have one game that's bad and be like, "Oh, he trash." I should have knew he was trash. He's from Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. You know, I man, I'm done. I'm done supporting people from Bakersfield. It's like, dude, shut up. Yeah. One, like, one thing, um, not to cut you off. No, you good. There's there's a lot of people on social media getting popular because of bullying, and that's really annoying to me. Like, you got people basically on Instagram doing these little videos like the 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 ball what's the dude's name? I got a bald head. Oh the black oh, Yeah. God. Like to me that's so lame, it to, is lame. to become popular. Yeah, um, bullying. Yeah. Basically, you know, you become popular because of bullying. And a lot of rappers use it, you know, as tactics to, you know, get more famous too. It's really just annoying. Like if you can't get famous off of your own talent, then you probably don't deserve to be famous. And that like that that can only last so long. Like a lot of those people that have those few viral you know they have they may have a month or two where they're on all social medias and their videos are getting millions of views but like after that dies down like what what do you really have to offer you're just a one-trick pony yeah and the and the, the and the the way that you got popular is fucked up so now yeah. you can't ever rebound from that yeah i got a ball here and yeah. you just literally walking around with your shirt off bullying people slapping mm-hmm. stuff out their hands and mm-hmm. but i think it's because society is so brainwashed they're more receptive to bad things than something positive yeah so they they don't care just like tyrone like that's that's how it played out yeah i'm tyrone i'm gonna fuck your wife long dick style like why how is that even popular that's so whack that's dude. so whack mm-hmm. I mean, like why would you want to fuck somebody's wife and then you then you tell them I'm going to fuck your wife. Long dick style. What does that even mean? Yeah. This is ignorant, man. Yeah. This is, the internet is ignorant. It's just people are ignorant, man. We yeah. got to do a better job. But, we got to uh, stop entertaining it, too. Yeah. Like, you know, don't give it no energy. If you see someone on there bullying, bullying people, just keep scrolling. Yeah, pretty much. Keep scrolling. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not going to make it like I don't give it any energy. I have. I thought at one time some of this shit was funny. Mm-hmm. But it's like it, it just like it's it's just dry content. Mm-hmm. And even though that may be a content related, there are people that are also dry as fuck. Yeah. You know, and the things they do don't compliment anyone. Yeah. So just knock it off. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be wrapping this podcast up, man. Uh, but obviously, if you made it all the way through, I thank you once again for listening. This is episode 10. Uh, we'll be continuing to drop that content and I'll also be, uh, actually drop some, uh, um, drop some comments in reference to the podcast or yeah. you can inbox me, yeah. give me some ideas. I found it very helpful uh, that some of the, some of the things that I'll talk about will be from you guys. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to just be only pushing my opinion out there. Let me know how you feel and I will be 
talking about it on the podcast. So yeah. thank you once again. This is the Truckers Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Things. Have a good one. God bless. Peace.